There we go. This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. a giant and he was a cowboy now these two former rivals have joined forces to bring you the most insightful perceptive and controversial sports talk podcast in america former dallas cowboys defensive end jim jeffcoat locks horns with former new york giants wide receiver byron williams and now here's byron williams and jim jeffcoat A lot of things to talk about. A lot of things that happen. I'm watching, actually, uh, Milwaukee play Boston. Uh, Milwaukee's up 54 to 42 with yeah. a minute 40 left in the uh, second quarter. So we'll talk about that a little later. A lot of stuff to talk about. The big right. thing this week was Tom Brady. Tom Brady stays in the news. I'll tell you offered that. Offered the largest sports deal, $375 million. Right. Man, that's I guess you know he's such a hot commodity commodity that you know it's it's always a big plus for for these people to reach out to him because he got all kinds of things going. I wish I was his agent. Yeah, but here's my question is is first of all, I've never heard him speak on a long term time. And right. what if he's no good? What if he's not good at commentating? Well, you know, I you know they they got all these uh, these practice runs, and I'm pretty sure that uh, he he's gonna be he gonna be well prepared. And I think if Trayman can do it, I think Tom Brady can do it. Well, here's my thing: is Emmitt Smith tried it, if you remember. Yeah, and he didn't. Even Michael Irvin actually tried it on ESPN at one time, and it didn't. It wasn't successful. Both right. of those guys. Right. So you never know who's gonna be successful and who's not in that business and it's really how you present yourself yeah you got to break it down obviously that the everyday fan is going to understand and, and that's the thing that makes the announcers successful john madden was a unique one because he yeah. boom by and he was making all the noises and zoom is out and you know yeah. and, and the turkey day and turkey league exactly. and man he he, he brought it to where it is today though yeah, he did. He did. But that's the thing that he's going to have to do. He's going to have to have some personality. He's going to have to make people. T- you know what Tom Brady said? That's <laughs> like that. And yeah. I mean, that's that's going to have to happen for him to be successful. And, you know, you would take a while for guys to get 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 that get that feel and that comfort level. You know, Tony Romo, he's he doing a superb job now, as well as, you know, um, uh, as as well as Troy Aikman, you know, now yeah. those guys are doing an outstanding job. No question. No question. And they did. Um, I kind of, I'll be honest with you, I like Troy Aikman better than Romo. And the reason is, is Romo is to me, is a lot of things, but Troy's had championships. He's won championships just like Brady. So, so you have to win championships in order to be satisfied. No, you don't. But what I'm saying is, is that when he says something, he's been in that situation. He's been in tough situations and won. 
Yeah, Romo hasn't done that. And but you know what I like? I like what I like about Romo. He get it, he give you the play um, before the play happened. I mean, he 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 called. I mean, he he give a more in depth of what the play and how the play developed and mm-hmm. and what the quarterback was thinking. And he gave you the mindset of a quarterback uh, mm-hmm. that actually played the game. Well, yeah. Troy is a little bit different to me. That's my yeah. opinion. Yeah, but I just like to me, Troy is easier to appreciate than Romo on this. Really, but Troy's not easier to approach. I heard. I heard he he's not easy. Romo is easy to approach, mm-hmm. but Troy is you know. See, I, and maybe because I played with him, I okay. would disagree with that. Okay, and maybe he's just you know a little bit more protective of himself, but I've never had, I've played with it and I, you know, I've been yeah. in locker rooms and that makes a difference. So you have a good point there. Some people are different when the public as then behind the doors. But I, I think, I think Tom Brady would do well. I think he, yeah, he, he's the type of guy with his personality, um, the man, the, you know, when he's stepping in the room and when he, when he's approaching that thing, I know he's taking the heart and you know how competitive the athletes are. And um, you know, I think he's gonna really have it down to to where it can be a little bit different and unique. Yeah, and what's interesting, and this is blow your mind, is that with this contract, if it's true in ten years, he'll mm-hmm. make more than he made as an NFL player, and he's played what fifty years. Yeah, I'm dead twenty five years for sure. Yeah, <laughs> what is he, yeah. And that to me, that shocked me because you would have thought Tom Brady would have made more than three hundred seventy five million yeah plus guarantee yeah exactly um yeah, so. and you know um plus you know do they just they just talking about the salary they ain't talking about all the endorsements and things like that exactly okay yeah. exactly and that's just salary right and i think um like you said fox made a preemptive move because every obviously every network's gonna be after tom brady yeah, and I think they want to solidify, you know, their football future for his broadcasting games, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm happy for Tom, man. I, I always have yeah. been. I always have been a Tom Brady fan myself. Because mm-hmm. I'm happy you know. for him. I, you know, I could go either here or there with him, and I'm not. <laughs> I mean, the guy has won, and you have to appreciate that, no matter what uh, fans or what team you are. The guy's yeah. a winner, and he always has been. Right. And, you know, he's got to support yourself. I mean, <laughs> he got to make a, a lot of money to support yourself. Exactly, man. I, I just, you know, I, I'm glad that, you know, guys could, could uh, you know, have a, another another uh, platform for us making salary, making money for your family. Exactly. And, sec- and, then- and securing security for a long term. I mean, that, man, that's that's really good. No question. And now they're talking about him. He's going to be more committed to players' rights. Yeah. Players' rights. And that's well, that's one thing that I, I've been trying to do in the NFL Players Association. We, you know, we see so many other things. Like today I was upset with, with the NFL Players Association about some scholarship things that going on with our chapters. And, you know, me and Priest Holmes got on the phone and talked about some things. But, you know, we – it's something always constant that we can work on to improve, especially improve the life of guys who who retired, and and um, who's who somewhat some of them are forgotten, and so you know we we want to make sure that guys know what the benefits are, what they qualify for, and those things. So you know, and that's that's what it should be. You know, we yeah. we, we are a group, a family uh, of men that uh, had to go through a lot, hardship, a lot of sacrifices that we made. No question. But let me ask you this question. It's a little bit off base, and we got other things to talk about. But this NIL, what is your uh, take on the NIL right now? I saw I saw a clip. Uh, Deion Sanders talked about it. I don't know if you've seen it yet. No, I haven't. That the NIL, the newness, lightness, and image and right, and Deion saying that now you getting you getting paying these high school and these young players all this money. And then you need to have the coaches being paid in, 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 in reference to what these players are getting. Because after a while, when a guy is making so much money, you ain't going to be, he ain't going to want to listen to you. So they ain't going to want to listen to some of these coaches. So 
I can see I can see that a lot of this is gonna be watered down to where now you're giving these guys who probably be these superstars, these heroes, these images, um, you know, you, and you might be a great player at 17 versus when you get 21, 22. So now you're getting this, these kids all this money. And so I think now it's an out-of-order type case scenario. And um, I still think, you know, you need to be coached. You need to be um, – there's got to be a hierarchy of, of how things are approached. And and that's a learning curve in football. And yeah, you know, and I, well as I do. So yeah, I but know, huh? and I agree with everything you're saying. But here's the thing that when you talk about this, this is the issue they're having in the NFL with players making so much money that they become more important than the coach. It's easier to let a coach go and keep the player, right? Have somebody that has better relationships with them. Now with the NIL. There's a lot of things that go into it. Um, first of all, you like you you're basically paying for untapped potential because we saw this with the uh, quarterback uh, that went to Ohio State from South Lake here in Texas, right? And now he's at Texas. I mean, right. I'm actually, yeah. And now he's at Texas, mm-hmm. and it's uh, and he hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything, but yet he got over a million dollars worth of endorsements in the right. NFL. Right. And I heard, and they now they're saying this might not be true and they can't do this. You can't have performance-based uh, things in the uh, NIL. It okay. has to be. So, but I had heard that if he didn't start eight games, they were going to take that NIL away from him. Yeah. Now who who regulating that? Who who who's there is nobody. There isn't. It's the wild wild west. It's just okay. like um, the receiver from Pittsburgh who was the Blitnikoff winner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What had happened was is somebody offered him. They don't know his team for one year, three and a half million, and they offered him. They said in L.A. USC offered him a place to live. They gave Lincoln Riley a $15 million house. Yeah, I heard about that. And um, they were saying they told the kid, don't worry about living here. We'll pay for it. Uh, Booster is paying for it. And they gave him $3.5 Now, if you're 17, 18, even 21 years old, yeah. how can you turn that down? You can't. That- you can't turn it down. And, 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 and just think, your family is in a whole different case scenario. You just skyrocket for us. How how your how your family can live now yeah. in my high school my my high school it's an A grader in Texas County right now mm-hmm. he's an A grader he's a phenomenal and 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 Penn State then offered him a a full ride at in the A grade mm-hmm. so now you know I I just can imagine what's going to happen to him in the next two years oh yeah and that's the thing and now they're even putting that in high school if you notice yeah. And it, now what is happening is this thing has opened up Pandora's box. Yeah. Because now they're re- recruiting. Other high schools are recruiting these players. Yeah. They're recruiting these players to come play for the high school. Yeah, and, and that's what I heard. IMG in Florida is recruiting this kid already. I mean, they yeah. want to move, move the family down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. IMG and some mm-hmm. high schools, some public high schools, they'll move the parents and put them in their district. So And they'll pay for them to live there. And the kid basically doesn't have to pay anything. He supported his family. So, do you agree? At some point, we got they got to stop this or cap it or have some type of. Um, they have to have some rules for it. Yeah, because it's right now it's the wild wild west. Mm-hmm. And what happens is, to me, is the teams that have the uh, biggest budgets, the most boosters, the Texas, the USC's, the Alabamas, yeah, Georgia's. They're going to be more successful in getting these kids because they're going to get the cream of the crop. I mean, yeah. because they have the people that can do it. And they and some of those teams have been doing it anyway. Now yeah. it's just legal. They yeah. open up a Pandora's box and making the better teams better. Yeah, and I'm not saying Texas is, but where teams when you don't have all that resources, that's the ones that's going to affect. Yeah. It's probably a, Oklahoma is a great team. I mean, great. People, but I'm sure they don't have the money that AM, Texas, Georgia, Alabama, Florida. And then, like you said, the problem you run into, these are 17 year olds, and they're going to, hey, just be honest, 
They gonna okay. think that they can do anything they want. Yeah, I know what my mind said when I was seventeen. Yeah, mm -hmm. I got caught drinking at a track meet. I had to run fifty miles to play football because I wasn't even focused. I didn't know nothing about anything. And you know, you 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 subject to make so many mistakes today. Oh seven. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then um, one player from uh, Texas, the one that the receiver that they were trying to get to go into the transfer portal. Yeah, he's got a nil with Lamborghini now. <laughs> he's he's twenty years old driving a Lamborghini. Come on! Yeah, I swear, I saw a kid the other day. I I, I had me with Ed Tutal Jones Monday. And I looked on this. I know he was driving a Lamborghini or some a real high dollar car. I looked. Up, it was like an eighteen year old driver. Yeah. I was like, wow. I mean, he probably he probably one of those athletes. Yeah. Like, park over there. Tennessee signed the quarterback. The University of Tennessee signed the quarterback and gave him $8 million in an NIL. $8 million. That just goes to show you, too, how much money was in the, in the university and in these, in these college institutions that they should have been spending correctly before they got to this Exactly, point. and that's the problem because the Supreme Court, they took this to the Supreme Court, and it's the, one of the only times in history mm -hmm. that there was a 9-0, nobody voted against giving the players some money. Yeah, I yeah. thought that was interesting. I thought that was interesting, and they're gonna have to have some. Now they're trying to go back to con Congress. Yeah, they done opened Pandora's box, but now they go back to Congress and try to regulate it. It's gonna be hard to regulate. It's gonna be hard to regulate. Take it's a cool. step back. I'm yeah. just telling you. But that's something, and that's one of those things that we have to always watch because it's gonna affect college sports. Yeah, yeah. Become closer to closer to being professional. Because at the end of the, at the end of the day, you're still gonna need that education. No you question. Need, that's that's, I, yeah. that's my point. But these kids are not getting educated. They're no. becoming professionals at 17 years old. So. I know it's and you like and, and and you know Dion said you know you you ain't gonna be able to coach them out the world. No. And and they just they never gonna be puffed up with all this. You know it's me and uh it, you know I can do it. I know what to take. But yeah. it still it still take a course of being around the right coaches, being around the right right you know terminologies, and you know as well to have you know it, it's a process. Yeah, yeah, and we also know that less than one percent make it to the NFL. Yeah, because you got injuries. Yeah, you got those injuries, and you you're right. You you'd be surprised how many superstars came out of high school that was they thought was phenom, and then next thing you know. And, and about yeah. the junior senior year, they they were barely getting on the field. No question, but that's something that, like I said, we're gonna have to keep monitoring over the next couple of months and years. Yeah, because there's gonna be some more things. Um, the transport portals closed on May first. Okay, so we won't see it, but there's gonna be some uh, things going on in there because they're talking about some players might not play their senior year and prepare for the draft. That's to me, that's bizarre, but I that mean, is crazy. That you know, they they got to have some type of strict guideline and make sure they're consistent with you know with um with making sure that these kids are doing doing the right thing and making sure they they're not setting up themselves for failure. Exactly, exactly. And I hope they have something in their stipulations about education, like you said, because yeah, yeah, regardless that. Certain amounts. Not everybody's gonna get eight million. Whatever nah. you get, you it probably it's probably not gonna last you a lifetime. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, you still got to have an education on how to spend your money anyway. Exactly. You know, you got, exactly. <laughs> got to have some college, but you got to have some. You know, you got to have some experience in, in knowing how to manage certain things in life. No question. Come, come with success. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. But let's take a look at some of these things that are going on too. Yeah. Had a quarterbacks drafted, and in your opinion, which who do you think will start first? I, I just think I think the, the first the first quarterback we're taking, Kenny Pickett, going definitely be in a position to to go in and play and, and compete. Um, I think they um, I think it makes sense for not only the, the Pittsburgh Steelers, but I think this kid will be. Um, he 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 he's ready. I think uh, the offenses and the things he have done in college, 
have prepared him. Now, one of the things I read uh, about uh, Tennessee Titans with Malik Willis. I was going to get to next. Um, it, uh, Andy Reid uh, shared, some, shared some information about um, Alex Smith, how yeah. he mentored uh, Patrick Mahomes. And I think, you know, being a professional athlete and being a starter and you know one day you're going to play this game forever, I think that's part of what you need to do because it's, it's kind, of, kind of like handing the baton down to, to the next exactly. generation. Exactly. It's paying forward. Yeah. And what you're talking about is Tannehill said yeah. he's happy that he's talked to Malik Willis and he's happy he's there, but he's not going to do anything to help him. And I thought that – and a lot of people were up in arms, and I agree with him because we had the opportunity to play in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And the one thing about the NFL is when they draft someone high, that's somebody in your position. They drafted him to, to take your position. But that's he, a part of it. That's he guaranteed three or four or five years that he's going to have every opportunity to play at that position. And, no and, and he's, he's the next guy that they know that they can count on. No question. And things like that. So that's just a part of the NFL. Yeah. And you shouldn't look at it. Like you said, um, Kurt Warner was talking about Eli Manning. He knew when the Giants drafted Eli Manning, but he yeah. mentored him. Patrick Mahomes was mentored by Alex right. Smith. Right. And that's just a part of it. You shouldn't take that attitude because what's going to happen is a lot of times if you have bad games, the coaches are going to put that Malik Wilson and if he does well, then Tannehill is going to lose that job anyway. And the fans are going to turn on it. They're going to start wanting Malik Willis. Yeah, yeah. And that's just the reality of, um, like you said. Think, but uh, just think, if they, if, if say for us, Tannehill get hurt and they go on to win the Super Bowl, he can have a Super Bowl that, you know, and, and it's true. still part of, it's part of the game. Injuries and, and the next guy up and all that stuff is part yep. of the game. And, and you need to, if you need to be a man about it and space the fact that, you know, it's it's a, you one play away from being out of here anyway. Well, that's what happened to Carson Wentz and yep. Nick Foles. Yep. And that's the exactly. same thing that happened, what you're saying. You're one injury away from being the guy. Yeah. Going back to um, the Steelers with Pickett, Pickett practiced in the same facility as the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. They just went in different doors. Right. Now, I think Trubisky is going to be okay myself because he started off good. He struggled later on in his career, but maybe under uh, uh, Tomlin and the uh, offensive staff at Pittsburgh yeah, might be better. I don't know that, but they have a running game, Najee. They got receivers. They got, yeah. And they got better structure than and Chicago. To Bridge, to Bridge, I met him and, and, and got a chance to sit down with him at a Super Bowl and real nice, polite gentleman. Um, I, I think he, he got everything else. I just think he just got sidetracked up there in, in Chicago. And I just think injuries and, and the people around him, one, you know, just one, one there to enhance it because, you know, as well as I do, it's still a confidence level. It's a time yeah. level and it's, it's chemistry with the teammates of, and the receiver that you, that you have on the team. Yeah. And that's they, had, they had a lot of injuries at the wide receiver position. They, you know, if you look at these teams that don't have a, a Pro Bowl receiver or have a receiver that's catching over a thousand yards a season, then you know that, that ain't good for the quarterback. For that's his, true. That's the success. Yeah, and I think about other ones. Desmond Ritter. I think he's got a good chance because of he's Marcus Mariota's style. Yeah, yeah. There is no way that he's going to play seventeen games. Yeah, and, and I think I think uh, he, he he really is gonna be he's he, they interviewed him and all his interviews, man. He said, hey, he gonna come in and he gonna compete. He want he wants to start in position, and yeah. that's the way you got to be. I mean, you got yeah. to be cocky. You got to be cocky yeah. and assure yourself for sure. Yeah, and he's had success now. Mm -hmm. This is obvious that this game's gonna be faster than anything he's ever seen in his life, and how fast he can adapt to it is going. Yeah. I don't think he's gonna start the first game. If he does, he's in for a rude awakening. Um, he he will definitely, at, yeah. So the, 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 the schedule, don't the schedule come out tomorrow on Thursday? The schedule. Yes, it comes out tomorrow. But um, also Matt Carroll, I think he's in a good situation because of what Sam Darnold's done 
and not done. I mean, he's got an opportunity too because he has been banged up. And right. I don't think Sam Darnold is a bad quarterback. I think that he's in a situation where he's got a – they started off good last year, if you remember. Right. And struggled. He got beat up and everything, and then they struggled. But the schedule does come out uh, next year. With Sam Donald, too, I, I just think he hadn't been in good case scenarios. But he was with the Jets, and now he's with the, the Panthers, and injuries, and 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 like I said, receivers. Your your yeah. the things that that uh, you your supporting cast is is a key for him. But I, I just think if I think if this is gonna be his opportunity to to prove himself. Yeah, because he got Christian McCaffrey, but mm-hmm. we never know how healthy he is. And they had uh, the the, court, the uh, receiver from the Jets, uh, he's um, and he was pretty good. Yeah, I forgot I forgot his name, but uh, they that's supposed to have a good. I think I think Matt Rule uh, is, is he, a good he's coach. too because yeah, he's he's a good coach. I just think he just hadn't just something that just hadn't formulated there or something. Yeah. I'm just lacking one or two little things, but. You know, exactly. uh, and I think you know Chris McCarron about him being out. You know, McCaffrey being out and some injuries to some of the players. You know, they linebacker core had to re- recharge too. They had exactly. some injuries on the linebacker, so exactly. So those things are going to affect them. Okay, we got yeah. um, coming up is that dream ride experience, and we're going to hit that in about four minutes. Okay, talk about the dream ride. And everything, so we'll make. Why sure you we always trying to wear the same? Because you must be trying to peep at me, peep at me during the daytime, peep at my face because I'm seeing. You know, I had a black shirt on today. What? what? What's going on with you? You know, you called me about the black shirt. Come <laughs> on, man, don't don't try to hide it. And I had my my company Bellis, and we had a black shirt, so I wore my black shirt today. Oh I man, I tell you what, you you always thought you was a receiver, thought you could run and stuff. I tell I you, I can what, run now. I can run. I know you can't dance. That's the show. I can <laughs> dance. I can That's dance. crazy. But yeah, man. Um, you know, I'm I'm just waiting to see, man. These teams did. It was so many transactions. Everybody talked about the draft this year. So I think this is gonna be a good football season. Yeah, and they're talking about a lot of things. They're talking yeah. about Arch Manning, who is the um, he actually his dad was the one who didn't make it, the one Manning that didn't make it. And he, I guess he is the oldest Manning. Oh, yeah, yeah, the oldest Manning. Yeah, he was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, he was the first one, and he didn't make it. But his son is highly recruited. Uh, he he brought it down to three schools, I think. And I think they were uh, Alabama, Texas, and Georgia. They say Georgia has the inside track because he went to a practice there. Oh, yeah, now, he did. about – NILs. This guy might get the biggest NIL ever. I mean, he, man, and plus his last name, Manning. Plus his last name, Manning. So, yeah, with that pedigree, the fathers, the brothers, I mean, the uncles. Dad. Man, that's they, just a football uh, family. Man, that's a yeah, they dynasty. They, they, they legends. They, you know, they, they, they just got it. They just, yeah. it, it's in their walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, they guaranteed to win one or two Super Bowls. <laughs> if you got that man in name, the minimum is two Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> that's the minimum. That's true too. That's true. You know you're gonna be in a top five pick as long as you stay healthy. Yeah, you you shoot man. That's but you know that's 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 good and and that's 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 really great. Mm-hmm. Wide receiver and bad back injuries, Arch Dad Cooper, I think his name. Yeah, Cooper. Yeah, Cooper was the uh, dad. Cooper, uh, man. Yeah. yeah, and he was um, uh, he was the the one who didn't make it because of the injuries. Yeah, I mean, could you imagine looking in there and looking at all that talent in that house? Right. Could you imagine what the conversations are like at Thanksgiving dinner. Oh man, it got to be—it's phenomenal. I think I think Peyton threw him some touchdowns in high school. He was a senior, and uh, some great highlights they have uh, yeah. when they they both got a chance to play high school football together. Wow! And uh, yeah, and and and, he, and Cooper was catching that ball. I think, and that's why Peyton went to the number eighteen as well. I think too, because that was that was Cooper number. Mm-hmm. And um, we're well, we'll go into this dream experience, and then we'll come back. And talk a little bit more about that dream ride experience. Dream so, ride, baby. Yeah. 
The Hometown Foundation is excited to bring back the Dream Ride Experience, August 26th to the 28th at Connecticut's Farmington Polo Club. Join us in celebrating the accomplishments of our Dream Riders while enjoying live music, a car and motorcycle show, family fun zone, pet adoptions, canine demonstrations, the Fireman's Chili Cook-Off, and much, much more. Get your tickets today. I can see Mac now, our producer. He's uh-huh. going to go for the chili and the barbecue. <laughs> That's all he wants. He don't know anything else. Chili? Yeah, chili. You got to come down to Texas and get some barbecue. I'm just telling you, you got chili and barbecue. You're gonna be eating everything. That's not good though, man. Yeah. Sound good. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> a little wide, a little wide. Yes, yes. Yeah. But back to Arch Manning. Cooper was the one, but he had like a, the injuries got him. And that yeah. could happen to any player. That could happen to any player. The injuries get him. And what we talked about the NIL and things like that. You take a risk when yeah. you sign a player to that. But there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, we'll see if Cooper goes to Georgia or Texas. I mean, I, I don't know, Tennessee or mm-hmm. or some of these other schools. Alabama. Man, Georgia, man, they right now I think Georgia leading a lot of people than recruiting too. So yeah, yeah. They, I mean, it's a hot place down in Georgia. Well, they have 15 players drafted and yeah. live in the first round. Yep. So obviously. It's a great, um, uh, great school to go to now, and that's what kids look at. Is that that's what they look at right now? So exactly right. Yeah, exactly you know. right. But let's go on. Let's do a little cowboy news. Who? You know, you know. Do they have a blue star or a gray star? Silver star? I don't know. <laughs> you know that silver. <laughs> you know, you grew up loving them. You grew up loving the cowboys. You were running around there, little kid. With your cowboy hat. Cowboys, cowboys on. Don't talk cowboys on. <laughs> I was Drew Pearson, boy. I was Drew Pearson yeah, number two. <laughs> and that's the thing. But, but what they're talking about in Dallas? What they're talking about? A uh, couple things. They say mm-hmm. that Dallas has the easiest schedule, easiest first place schedule. Here's their schedule. So you are, they haven't come out. The schedule's come out tomorrow. Right. They play, obviously, the Giants and everybody in their conference. Twice. Twice. So they play them home and away. They play the Bears, Chicago oh. Bears. That's a, win. That's a win for the Cowboys. You never know. You never know. I just want to see what you're going to say. I'm just saying this to see what you're replying. <laughs> but the Bears, they play them at home. Then they play the Lions at home who haven't won in, uh, in Texas or Dallas since 2013. Okay. The nine and seven one since twenty thirteen, yeah, almost ten years or so. Yeah, exactly. Then they uh, play the Texans at home, and the Texans gonna be Texans gonna be hard to gonna be hard to, to to beat. I don't know, but the Texans, I I think they got a chance there because they people don't remember them. this, but the Texans' first victory as a franchise um, team. Was against the Cowboys. Let me tell you, if I was the Texans, you know, if I was the Texans, you know what I do? What you do? I get Baker Mayfield. I would. That's what yeah. I would do. But I'm yeah. not. I'm not in that position yeah. to make that call. Yeah, I would agree with you. Okay. Then they go to. Um, then they play the Colts at home. Okay. That's gonna be a tough game. That's gonna be a tough game. It's gonna be a tough game. You got Matt Ryan there. Matt Ryan has still got it. He still yeah. got it. Great physical team. That's going to be a good game. Yeah. And the Cowboys handed handle the physicalness, uh, physical game. Like but you know what? I can say this: Dallas last year, this was one of the best seasons that they played at home. Yeah. Were, this last year was they one of the best. You're right. Seasons. You're right. Because they got the Buccaneers at home too, with Tom Brady. And yeah, because last played. year they opened up with the Buccaneers and lost by one point. That's right. And But yeah. here's the thing I think about is that Brady's going to hit the wall. We just don't know when. It could be this year. It could be – he's going to hit the wall. He ain't going to hit the wall on the start. I'm telling you that. Brady's going to come on here and beat the socks off the Cowboys. He's. I don't think he's ever lost to the Cowboys. I don't nah, think they, they had their chance to beat him last year. That was like yeah. I said. They, they should have beat him then. 
But no, yeah. it, it should be a good game. I mean, Dallas. I think Dallas gonna be up for the for the. Oh yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Oh know. yeah. Then they also have the Bengals at home. What they got the they Bengals? Have, that's gonna be a tough game. That's gonna be Joe a tough Burrow's game. That's gonna be a dime. tough game. Joe Burrow's gonna drop dimes. Man, he got, gonna drop now dimes. here's where the interesting part. They've already said when this game is uh, going to be is the Packers. They November thirteenth. I already looked it up. Yeah. Well, the 13th. Yeah. And guess what? Mike what? McCarthy's going back up to Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Well, you know they're going to have some booze up there for him. Ooh, yes. Yes, no question. Yeah. But they, they might be cheering. That, they, they called that game out before the schedules came out. Yeah. They cheer. They might be cheering them because we got them now and we can't get rid of them. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, and for the anticipation, that game that go, that might that might de- depend whether the Cowboys win the East or not. And, and yeah. November thirteenth is right before Thanksgiving. That's gonna be tough because uh, they're gonna have the uh, Jaguars. Okay, I think the Jaguars would be better, but the Cowboys are gonna should have an opportunity to win that game. Then it, I'm, I'm not saying this is teams, the Titans, Tennessee. Oh, and they got to deal with yeah. I'll tell you what. If Malik Willis is in there by then. Oh, shoot. But check check this out. The Tennessee Titans, I checked them out. They went 97 a couple of years ago, 97 the year before, and then it was 11 and 5 last year. Mm-hmm. And they, they lost some games at the end. But I'm telling you, when they lost was when when the uh, the coach was I think he missed a game too with COVID something I don't know yeah yeah but but definitely Tennessee Titans is going to be one of the hardest team to beat yeah and then you got I mean they got that grown man in the backfield he's bigger than their whole defensive line and Derrick Henry oh yeah Derrick Henry grown man back there too so he we'll carried that ball I'm telling you and then they got to play Minnesota. And I think they should be okay. I know my man Jason's not here. They should be okay against them. Man, Minnesota, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to like the way they're going to open it up on the offensive side. I know you don't like Cousins, but I'm telling you, the new coaches, they already brought some excitement with the news of the new coach. Mm-hmm. And Justin Jefferson and, and, and Darren I Cook. I they have the talent, but I'm just telling you, Cousins is going to screw it up. Okay. He's going to screw it up. He's a coach killer. He okay, coach you, killer. you know you know about coaching than anybody I've been around. So I I because he's gonna do something. He's gonna want to do it his way instead of you talk about that with young players. But yeah, he's not gonna take the coaching. I'm just telling you. And I, I think I think they did pretty good in the in the, in the draft. Oh, yeah, they did. Well, the Vikings did. did. Yeah, yeah. And then the uh, Rams away, which is gonna be difficult. You know, you know, another thing, flip back real quickly on the draft. People don't realize six or seven players ain't gonna add a whole lot to you. No, no, no. That's what I'm saying. Well, people go crazy about the draft. Although now we're gonna talk about the Giants. Okay. And they obviously they um um released um Brad Bradbury, which mm-hmm. is starting there, and that's kind of unusual. Um well, they say itself, I think ten point one million dollars yes, just capped. Right. <clears throat> they did. But they did do that. So they were trying to trade him. They've been trying to trade him. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't trade him, but somebody's gonna get a pretty good DB. Man, he's so. he, he he's he's really he's really legit. I think he was in the top one hundred players last year. Mm-hmm. So he was. He was. So let's look at what the Giants are. I'm pulling it up at home. Okay. And I keep pulling. I think the Giants are going to be good. Obviously, they play everybody in the NFC East. Right, twice. And they play the Chicago Bears. Good. Yeah. The Detroit Lions. Yeah, they should play the same people that Dallas play. Carolina, not necessarily. Some of them. Okay, Carolina Carolina Panthers. Carolina Panthers. This is at home. The Houston Texans and the Indianapolis Colts and the Baltimore Ravens. The Ravens, man. They yeah. just got Mike Davis. The Ravens signed him for yeah. one year. The running yeah, back. For the running back. Yeah. Now here's on the um, here's at um, away. They play the Green Bay Packers in London. Oh yes, yeah, right. The Minnesota Vikings. They play the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
They play the Tennessee Titans and they play the Seattle Seahawks. So I think that we they will be better. Will they win the division? It's gonna be tough. It's, it's gonna, gonna be challenge. It's gonna be challenging. I think they might have the defensive player of the year in Thibodeau. Oh yeah, I'm glad you're on my page now. You now you're talking my language. <laughs> and guess what, Thibodeau, Thibodeau, Thibodeau did. Uh huh. He made a fifty thousand dollar donation to Graham Jano, the punter, for yeah. that number five. five. Well, yeah. he got his number, baby. Yeah, yeah. And plus, and plus, you know, he got Mike Sprayhorn gonna be talking in his ear. So he, yeah, and Ozzy Humanero. Yeah, Ozzy So he's gonna have some good guidance around him. Is that what you saying? And I think the offensive lineman from Neil is it Neil? Yeah, Neil Evans. And then, uh, I think he's going to be good, too. So they got two good players. But it is hard starting at left tackle in the NFL as a rookie. Evan Neal. Evan Neal. Evan Neal. I'm going to get it right because Evan Neal, that boy is bad. Yeah, but it's hard because you saw uh, Penny uh, Tool mm-hmm. at Detroit trying to start at left tackle. Yeah. I mean, you got to know all the tricks of the trade and you got it's some hard for rookies to do. You that. got some horses on that defensive line over there that's coming every play. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So that'll be interesting in how they do that. But they you know what? Have- I, I do think I do think Thibodeau and Evan Neal is pro ready. I think pro ready. I think Neal. Oh, term, Neal started right, which is probably a better position than Thomas has started left. But Tom needed to get he need to get his he need to get his move his feet just a little bit more a little bit. He, yeah. Last year he, they were going around him, you know. Maybe he yeah. got good at the end of the season, but yeah. you know, he he was uh he, he got he got some experience now behind him. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing that they're gonna have to prepare themselves for is now I can see Thomas is starting at left. And um he does need a guard and the Cowboys well, the guard they needed. We signed a lot of free agent line. Uh, yes, line so we we got five. It's be competitive now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They the best man win. Yeah, They're the best win man win. Well, people don't understand when you beef up your line, and the Giants did that in the free agent market. I think I think they're gonna shock some people right there. I do too. I do too. I think they're gonna. Be, I think Washington is gonna be better. I yeah. think Washington football team is gonna be a better. Uh, team this year. The Commandos. The Commandos. Yeah. Uh, oh, excuse me. The Commodores, but <laughs> they're a brick house. But <laughs> you know, it, it's gonna be interesting. Uh, but you know what? It'll be more competitive. This yeah. is what we know in the East so far. The back, the team that win the division, they'll go. They'll win the division next year. It always be somebody else. So, and, so I'm thinking. I'm thinking the Giants and the Eagles gonna squeeze. <laughs> Gonna squeeze that cowboy collar. Gonna squeeze well, a little bit. This year, it's gonna change. Cowboys are winning. Okay. It won't be by a runaway. They won't go undefeated in the division. Somebody. But you know what? Uh, the the thing too, I think the strength of they, the strength of they are uh, out of division uh, playing uh, uh, schedule is a little bit weaker than it was last year. Exactly. And then you know the real big thing. Mm-hmm. And the NFL is health. The teams that can stay healthy yeah. have an opportunity. Yeah. When you look at all these teams, uh, they talk about it. All these teams have experienced quarterbacks that have played at least a year. Obviously, Wentz is new in Washington with the Commodores, but he's played before. Obviously, that down in here in Dallas, Daniel Jones, who's got to win because they didn't pick up his fifth-year option. And then obviously uh, hurt Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. So you got a, a, lead, a division where yeah. now you got experienced quarterbacks at different points in their career. Now let me tell you what I look for. This is my this is my intangible thing that I look for in teams. When I'm looking at these teams, it's what they're doing between now and July. Yeah, and it's so important because that's really what prepares you for the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's true. That's what I think. I think what the Giants have done well is they made competition in every position. Absolutely. Competition makes you rise. And they definitely need competition at the wide receiver position. Oh, yeah, no question. 
and 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 I think they need. I think they might have improved a little bit on the tight end position. Mm-hmm. So hopefully Daniel Jones can get that timing down, you know, and and not try to run the ball. He don't need to try to run the ball. He need use the running back. Use it. Use what he you know. Use his talent around him, and no and question. be and be smarter with the ball. Yeah, no question. It's gonna be interesting. This will be a fun season. Yeah, they already said they're not gonna renew his fifth year. Oh, they already did. Yeah, the same yeah. with Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So, so this, this is this is shut up or put up. You know, yeah, you, so they can they gonna play some hard football. Yeah, and Saquon Saquon Barkley is two years removed from the injury, mm-hmm. so he's gonna be more effective, I think. But we know that running backs don't have a. Uh, long health uh, shelf we, life anyway. We say that all the time. Yeah, and that's just the reality of it because yeah. it's such a physically demanding position. They're great athletes, but they get beat up and you're getting hit. You got a guy now that runs a 4-7-something in Philly and, I mean, get he weighs 340 pounds. Can you imagine getting hit by that? Big David. Jordan yeah. Davis, I think. Yeah, Jordan Davis. I mean, guys <laughs> like that, that's crazy. I mean, shoot. That's a Mack truck, bro. That's and a you know, your boy, when he sees him, if they get, they don't play Arizona this year, but if they played the Cardinals, Kyler Murray will see him and just quit. He just, ah, <laughs> your boy. <laughs> he fall down before he get off the ball. <laughs> Man, Kyler from open. He going to be on <laughs> Man, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you. Emmitt Smith played for quite a while, but in recent Years Gore did, but now you don't see these running backs, these high drafted running backs play for long. No, and Gore going back and signing his one day contract, yeah, contract. yeah, so he can retire. A 49, yeah, 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 yeah. What, what I I was gonna ask you a question about this great Buffalo Bill, uh, defensive lineman, um, you know, Jerry Hughes. Uh, he, yeah, signed, he went to the Texans. Yeah, he went to the Texans. So he he been to he been with the Bills for twelve years, I think, huh? Yeah, he was a good pass rusher too. Yeah, yeah, he was good. Very consistent guy. TCU guy. Okay, yeah, he was a TCU guy, and um, he was just signed with the Texans. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna finish his career probably in here in in Texas. Okay, and he'll give him some pass rush. They if they utilize him like they did at the end of my career, where he doesn't have to play right. more. Than, 25 30 plays a game right so that'll keep him fresh and he know he understands how to rush court yeah because they they say he was averaging at least six sacks a year you know yeah yeah, yeah. he almost up there he's almost on the 100 100 100 uh sack club but not quite that yet yeah only 36 in the nfl I want you to tell everybody that. I, I, that's why I said that because I, <laughs> I want you to announce that only 36, <laughs> 36. Six. 36. And that's you know how long club. the NFL's been around. That's a special club. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna start managing these guys. I'm I'm, I'm the I'm the president of the 36 club. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Everybody oh, trying to make some money, Jim. Oh man. <laughs> I'm part of that 36 club. Hey, that's good, man. Congratulations, man. That's that's special. That's special. But you know, we did have an event at the Super Bowl. Oh, uh, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, and the, all the top rushers, pass rushers. Are y'all going to have an event uh, out there in, in Phoenix? Yeah, we're going to have it in Glendale. So it should be some annual that you guys do every year? Yeah, it's annual. Bruce Smith started. Oh, who, yeah, that's good. Who's the uh, all-time leading sacker in the NFL history. Okay. And he started it, and he brought in. And me and Bruce played together. I think the first year, yeah, I know. I think the first year that they started keeping up the sacks, I think they didn't keep all Lawrence Taylor's sacks. So Lawrence Taylor probably. I agree. He but no, no, but I don't think he was. Bruce Smith was. I'm trying. I know. To, I know. I'm just missing. I have never seen anything like it. And I, I've seen LT. And yeah. I have nothing but total respect for him. But right. Bruce Smith was from another world. Yeah, and then they didn't. Deacon, do, yeah, Deacon Jones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. quite a few, but hey. I don't make the rules. I just live by them. I don't make the rules. You, you, you just you're part of the rules. That's that's yeah. all. You gotta say you you're part of the rules. Uh, I'm good, changing the rule on yeah. any quarterback. We got to change. We got to change some of these rules. I know that. Yeah. We we want to make these. We want to make these uh, this team 
physical, like it's supposed right. to be. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Now, here's a question for you. And I know your new coach came from Buffalo. But do you think Buffalo was a physical team? Because they threw the ball a lot. They, they weren't physical on the offensive side, no. That's what I'm no. saying. Defensively, with Leslie uh, Frazier, it might have been, but they were more of a pressure team. Exactly. He's and the old Jim Johnson guy. And, and I'll tell you what, what really made Buffalo what it was is Josh Allen, man. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, he, for his offense, do you know that? Because you, can, you can't hardly name the running backs up there in Buffalo, Harley, you know, because Josh Allen was doing so much, you know. Yeah. So, so it is an honor and privilege to have Carlos here tonight. How hey, Carlos. Doing, Carlos, it's an honor and privilege. We are blessed to have you in our presence. Can the Giants win more than seven games? Yes, Carlos. With this schedule, will they win more than seven games? It remains to be seen. With, with this schedule, Carlos, they will win eight games at least. B Dub is telling you eight games because we lost four games last year that they should have won. Jumping off sides at the end of the game. Same with the Cowboys, and they won. Shoot. What game did the Cowboys jump off size? A lot uh, against the um, 49ers, remember? Well, yeah. Well, you know, uh, he said Josh Allen has no line, but let me tell you something. Josh Allen is a special quarterback. Yes, Carlos. He, he is a big He know when to get rid of that ball, and he can run. They can't right. stop him. And when he runs, it's hard to bring him down. Yeah, and actually, I'm going up there to watch a Bills game in person. And then it's after uh, my son's game in the CFL. I'm going to go to his game first and then come back through Buffalo and watch their game. So I'm going to go on the weekend, a uh, weekend where I can watch both games. That's going to be good. That's going to be a special time right there. Yeah, it will be. It will be because I love uh, the games in Bu Buffalo. Unbelievable. Yeah, the Mafia's up there. You know that. Yeah, Bill's Mafia. <laughs> yeah, I know players. you like that Bill Mafia. Yeah, I like you know, that. They, they, no, Bill just, they, I mean, I heard from a lot of retired players, and they talk about how they treat their former players as well. And Unbelievable. They they, they do a super job. They really do. And it's a guy named Jeremy Kelly who does a tremendous job with the alumni, and he works with them. So, and he's a really good guy. And uh, he, uh, he played, obviously, and, um, Canadian League and the NFL, and uh, he's really good with the players. I, when I was going to watch my son in the Grey Cup, shoot, mm -hmm. he found me, and he, did. Uh, he went up there because he had played for Hamilton, and we had spent some time together. Jeremy is a good man, and then he was at the 100 Sack Club. He was out there, so we took a little picture together. I like Jeremy. That's so, great. That's awesome. Yeah. So I know we don't have that much time. Let's talk about the playoffs. Who are your teams to get to the next uh, round? For the NBA? Yeah. I, I, I Man, I tell you what, Boston, Boston and Milwaukee, man, they uh, they playing some good basketball. Of course, I think Miami going to beat Philadelphia mm -hmm. uh, just because they probably go to game seven. Most of these teams going to probably go to game seven. So? Yeah. I don't know if Miami will go there. Huh? I, I, I don't know uh, if um, – I don't think Miami going to be. I, I don't know here. if Philly can do anything because Embiid has been hurt with the yeah the, the mass uh, the mass and everything, and I think that's that really affecting them. And more but you know what, I I just like Miami style of play, so I think they'll definitely yeah. go to the next round. Yeah, so I would um, agree with you on that. I if if all the players can come back from Milwaukee, I had already picked Milwaukee, but yeah, I'm telling you, Milwaukee Boston South tonight, Boston Celtics, man, they, I mean, seem like they fine-tuned it at the right time. So, yeah, yeah they, they yeah. playing good basketball. And with Middleton out, Chris Middleton. Yeah, I they, think can't, they can't win without Chris. Yeah. They can't I win without Drew Holiday could take up some of the slack. But uh, last time I looked, it's like 83 to 73. Okay. Now, so. now Chris Middleton, man, he's a real deal. It's yeah, hard to yeah. he's a like big him. physical guy for a guard. Yeah. And they're not matching up well. With Tatum and Brown, no, and so and yeah, Hawford, Tatum and Brown, yeah. yeah, Hawford had a really good game, Al Hawford. So that's yeah, he did. Point. He had thirty points. So, so yeah. yeah, him and Tatum had thirty points. Yeah, and then it's showing Brown. Brown's um, 
hitting threes and stuff. So it's uh, two two now, but it's three, and Boston has the home field advantage, uh, home yeah. court advantage. I keep right. going back to football, but they have the home court advantage. Now yeah. in the West, you got Memphis, and I think Golden State's gonna without John Morant. They can't be without John. Yeah, without yeah. Morant. Yeah, I think John Morant is special, but um, right now they say that um, he is. Um, <laughs> he's got, uh, yeah, I would, uh, Duncan, I agree with, I agree yeah. with Carlos, but right now it's uh, 86 to 77, and this is 2 2. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. But um, let's go back to Memphis and Golden State. I mean, do you think that was a intentional play when the uh, uh, pool from Golden State pulled his knee? I don't think so. It's a it's a bone bruise. So that's I don't, it's hard it's hard to intentionally do that. I, I think it's just part of your reaction trying to reach for the ball and so happen his knee were there. I just think in the, in the heat of the moment, it's so fast and things happen like that a split second on that on the court. I don't think it was intentionally done. Mm-hmm. And what now you think? we got. I think it was uh, wasn't intentional. Yeah. But okay. I think that that changed the series. Oh yeah, no doubt. They, but you know, so those injuries, man, it is it's just a just a split second, and seems like they they happen when when you don't expect it. But man, that's part of the game. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. uh, they got to have him on the court in order to win. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Um, and then we got the last one: the Mavericks and the Suns. The Mavericks gonna play good here. They're going to yeah. go out there and they're going to get their butt whooped. But. They haven't beat Phoenix in Phoenix in 12 games. Yeah, yeah. So, and I'm, they had, the, and what happened was the third quarter, they had 12, they had more turnovers, 12, than they had made shots, six. They and stayed that, in the locker room at halftime. Yeah. They came yeah. out of there and they just, like, weren't even playing. Like, like uh, Phoenix just having a warm-up. You I know. know. I know, and Devin Booker just went unconscious. Oh man! Yeah. And then him and Luca got something personal going on right now. Yeah, and that's good. That, that they they are two of the upcoming superstars in the NBA. So you want to see that? You want to create that? Yeah, and that's a. Uh, um, you're right, Carlos. Memphis is hurting without John Morant. Yeah, then, uh, Luca didn't play well last night either. Well, I think I think you know Luca got the he got to kind of help get the other players involved, and right now I don't know who's gonna step up. Exactly. Um, so it's, it's one of those stepped up. He had like I think I want to say he had a twenty one or who that Brunson. Yeah, yeah, Brunson. Yeah, he he had really improved. He he's, the one that hasn't stepped up is Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, to me, everybody else is friend. Uh, friendly. So like he's on the off switch. I mean, he's not, he's not, yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he's been struggling in the playoffs. Yeah. You yeah. Know? And they figured out um, Luca and the uh, center's little play. So, yeah. And then Carlos is talking to Bucks bench, can't score. I mean, Giannis <laughs> has got a lot on him. Giannis has got a lot on him. But we're close yeah. to that two minute warning. Two minutes. Two I'm, minutes. I'm about to do, about to do the wallow. Oh, uh, don't waddle. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't embarrass yourself. You just mad because I got some. What, what happened to Miss Marlene? That's your friend. Uh, she she's sleeping in the Giants. Uh, she I mean she's sleeping in the, <laughs> the Cowboys den. She don't sleep. because I I sent her the link. I sent her the link. So yeah, she. I don't know what's going on with Miss Marlene. Maybe she. Uh, maybe she having stars in her dreams. Maybe and stars are like sleep right now. Maybe she waits until the schedule come out. Maybe and then she'll be back. <laughs> that's it. So yeah, but, but she, but she, she definitely a cowboy fan. So oh yeah, oh, we yeah. don't want to rattle her. She's on the good side. We don't want to rattle her bell. We don't want her. Uh, but we and definitely looks like you got a fan here. Carlos looks like he's a Giants fan. Calling Giants seven plus. Yeah, yeah. Carlos know what's up. He, he's a football <laughs> man. I got to get him an autograph. I got to get him a Vikings autograph. There you go. Yeah. There you go. He you loves know what time it is. That's B time. B time. B time.
Thank you, everybody, for visiting with us tonight. Be here next week. We'll be here. JMB, baby. JMB. go. Water on it. We need to press your desk. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Mac, you're going to have to do.